Hello, and welcome to Auntie B's Advice, everything you need to know on sex, love, and life. I'm your Auntie B, and on today's episode, we're going to talk facing fears. Be back in a moment. Hi, welcome back. So facing fears. I think I've talked in a few other episodes about the fact that I have a panic disorder. I've actually had one since I was about 15 years old. And for a long time, fear has limited me. Fear has been the thing that has stopped me from riding roller coasters or getting on Ferris wheels or just getting out there and enjoying life. Quite honestly, fear is what kept me in the wrong marriage for probably five or six years longer than I should have because I couldn't fathom the idea and certainly didn't have the confidence to accept that I could do it on my own. And over the years, I've gotten better about facing these fears and I have made tremendous progress. For instance, a few years ago, I couldn't drive in the rain. I literally could not leave my house. It was so paralyzing that I would have these panic attacks and I couldn't get out of the door. So I was limited to the 10th degree. And then I started doing some uh, behavior modification and going around the block first in a rainstorm and then down the road and then a little bit further and a little bit further and now I can drive in the rain. I'll be completely honest, I still can't drive for shit on ice. It scares me, I panic every time and usually have to stop wherever I am or rearrange my schedule. What can I say, I'm a work in progress. But a few months ago, I did something that I had been putting off for years. I went and got my allergy testing done. See, part of my panic disorder is fear of foods. I have something that is secondary to a panic disorder called conversion disorder. So for me, everything feels very real. One time I had a panic attack and I thought I was having a stroke. Now, obviously I wasn't having a stroke. I was like 29, I think at the time but it was so incredibly vivid and real that one half of my body stopped working. And my husband at the time rushed me to the emergency room, took me in to the ER, and within 10 minutes of Ativan being put under my tongue, voila, my body was free again from this panic. So getting back to the allergy testing, I went and got it done because I wanted to try this year especially I'm going to be 44 this year, and this is going to be my year of doing things that I've never done and getting out of my comfort zones. This podcast, by the way, is part of doing something I've never done. Let me tell you guys, putting yourself out here and being vulnerable like this and sharing your stories and your thoughts is scary. It's, it's kind of terrifying, to be honest. I worry about saying the wrong thing. I worry about whether or not people are actually going to be engaged. Unlike anybody else, this may be quote unquote an advice column, but it doesn't mean by any stretch of the means that I'm perfect. I I like to tell people I'm perfectly imperfect. I know where my flaws are and I'm working on them, but it doesn't mean that I am not like everybody else. I still worry and get nervous and get anxious about things just like anyone else out there. When I got this allergy testing done, the reason for it was that I had challenged myself to try, of all things, 
peanut butter. I had not tasted peanut butter in seven years. Somewhere along the way, something clicked in my brain and said, I'm allergic to peanuts. I think one time I ate a piece of pecan pie and got a little tingly and that was all it took. Now, I'm not allergic to peanuts. I ate that kind of stuff my whole life. But again, this is how panic disorder works. It is the illogical side of your brain shouting a hell of a lot louder than the logical side. So I get the testing done and then I go home and I take apple slices and I cut them and I dip them in peanut butter and I put brown sugar all over them and oh my fucking God, was it good. It was so good. And then a couple of nights later, I went and had sushi for the first time, which is another thing, fish. Haven't been able to eat it in years. And it just was like little mouthgasms, just little bits of heaven in my mouth because what is such a small thing for most everyone else, for somebody with a panic disorder, whatever the source of their fear is, it's a really big, big thing. So here's the deal. If you're listening to this and anything I've said right now resonates with you because you too have dealt with panic, I want you to know two things. Number one, start facing it, okay? Get out there, find a certified counselor in behavior modification if you need to, or just challenge yourself every single day. If every day is too much, do it once a week. If that's too much, do it once a month and progressively work your way up. But the idea is that you never stop challenging yourself and you never stop trying. Now, I can't guarantee you that I'm going to beat my fear of driving on the ice this year or that I'll even make it onto that roller coaster this year, but I can promise you I'm going to try. We cannot move forward if our feet stay stuck in cement. We can't progress and evolve if we are always looking backwards and asking what if. I recently did put together something called the Road to Happiness Challenge. It was a 30-day challenge that I put out on Facebook and uh, invited people to try out. You're more than welcome to do the same. You can find the On TV's page on Facebook. One document in there I think is so incredibly important for anybody that deals with stuff like I've dealt with. It's called the Why Not List. Now you've heard of a bucket list, right? Well, Why Not List is writing down 12 things that you have been limited in trying because fear said you couldn't do it, or worry said you couldn't do it, or hell, your spouse said you couldn't do it. Whatever it is, whatever it is that has held you back from those 12 things, write them down. Then slip off those little pieces of paper and put them in a jar. And once a month, randomly pick out one, and your challenge is before that month is out to do that thing on that list. If you can do this once a month for a full year, I promise you by the end of the year, you are gonna be a much happier, more balanced and fulfilled person. And if you fail, you fail. See, that's my problem. I'm a type A uber nerd, overachieving perfectionist who hates failing at anything. I'm having to learn that sometimes it's okay to say, I'm not okay. Sometimes it's okay to say that didn't work out. And sometimes it's okay to say, I need to let this go. All very difficult things to do, especially when you have a personality like mine. So just some things to think about tonight. 
As I've said before, this podcast is definitely not for the faint of heart. I talk about a lot of different things. Uh, You're going to get some real world advice. You're going to hear some sexy advice. And then you're just going to hear some raunchy shit because that's just who I am in a nutshell. So anyway, this is your Auntie B. And if you'd ever like to stay in touch, please go to, you, well, not go to, I should say please email auntiebeesadvice at gmail.com. So just look at the podcast name, type that in, auntiebeesadvice at gmail.com. Send me your suggestions, your questions, anything that you would like maybe to be covered in another episode. I would love to do that for you. And as always, thank you for listening. And remember, who you are inside those sheets ain't got nothing to do with who you are in the streets. Talk to you later. Bye.